Well, let's get an expert view now. And Kululeko Nkewu is the founder of Ediski TV. And I know we're all experts on Bafana this morning. Kululeko, how's it? How did you feel last night? Uh, I fought back tears. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning to your listeners. As well. I fought back tears. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, what happened because we have hundreds of thousands of uh, followers and we do post-match analysis with our videos on YouTube. And um, I think for the first time, I... I, I like I didn't know that that, that was going to happen because the match mm. ends and then we have to shoot videos immediately. Um, yeah, I don't know. I cheered up as I was mm. speaking and I just had to go through it because mm. I think Bafana um, Bafana wrote them uh, in this tournament, but I think last night they actually deserved. That was the one game that they actually deserved mm. to win, mm. um, given that they took punches from Nigeria and they mm. punched back and they got up. Mm. Um, and they were not cowards. Uh, they stood up to mm. Nigerian. Those Nigerian mm. players are far better than Bafana Bafana players. But mm. uh, on, on the night, Bafana Bafana were better. Even it, it's marginally better, maybe 55% better. But they were better than Nigeria. And they didn't deserve to lose. And I, I fought their tears. Um, and I couldn't. Uh, the tears won the battle because I, I, it's, it's, mm. it's horrible um, to preside over a match and have to explain what happened to hundreds of thousands of people. Mm when you know that the players from your own country mm. from that specific night they deserve to go through now this is the cruelty of football in that Cape Verde deserve to go through over Bafana Bafana in the quarterfinal and they would have been crying because Bafana mm. Bafana were poor in that game they were just defending and defending and dragging the game mm. through penalties and then they won on penalties this time around they didn't do that they actually tried to attack and uh, just like the previous quarter was just saying um, we missed guilt edge opportunities. It's strange that Nigeria were actually aware of our attacking threats and they were scared mm. of us to some degree. It's only in the second half, at the beginning of the second half, that Nigeria confronted Bafana Bafana to say, mm. yo, we know that if you beat us, we'll be out of this tournament. Mm. So we're here. We want to go to the final. And maybe for the first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, Nigeria had the slight upper hand. And that's mm. why they scored. Um, you know, and, and we came back from that, uh, even though, of course, both goals were penalties both from Bafana Bafana and both uh, and Nigeria, which shows that it was a very tight game, but um, marginally, if anyone was supposed to win that game, it was Bafana Bafana. It's a, it's a nice feeling in Kululeko, that feeling of pride, isn't it? That, and I mean, maybe that was maybe connected with your tears. You were proud, you were sad, but there's a sense of pride perhaps in the team that hasn't been there for a little while, maybe? Absolutely, that's the, that's the best word to, to describe it, because we've been ashamed the opposite mm. of that word uh, would be a shame mm. of the team for a very long time. And I think possibly paid, uh, we make money from football to talk about football. Um, it is our job to describe things as we see them. It's not our job to soothe the feelings of South Africans. Um, but I think that anyone could have twisted that performance last night to make it look like it was a bad performance. Um, I was proud of them. I was proud of them. And, I, and, and the red cards, and I said, Grant done. that's good. You should have taken that red card and you took it. Because it was a one-on-one opportunity. If he doesn't kick the Nigerian striker, it's a goal. And we don't drag this game to penalties. Mm. Players have missed their penalties. I'm proud of them. Everything's over. And, you know, we could have taken it better. But tonight and this morning is not the time to talk about that. Because you guys, whenever Nigeria punched, you punched back. And that's the thing. Mm. Like, this is a heavyweight boxing clash. If the opponent... In, there's only two of you in that ring, and both mm. of you are heavyweight and you are elite. If the other opponent can smell mm. that you are scared and your punches don't have any danger, any mm. venom in them, they could legally kill you. In boxing, you could mm. kill because 
someone is allowed to punch you continuously, and if you don't return your punches, you could legally die in the ring. And that's mm-hmm. what was, was happening in South Africa and Nigeria, in that Nigeria was punching, and the front of the front was getting up and saying, no, we're not scared of you, and they were punching back. And that's why I'm proud of them. And this is not a loser's mentality. I always try to caution South Africa, uh, South Africans in football against a loser's mentality, mm-hmm. clapping hands for people that you don't have to. But some of the mm. punched about their weight. No one expected them to get to this point. I thought that somewhere in the round of 16 of the quarterfinals, they would meet their match. And they, they, they kept on going. And last night, they met their mm. match, although, ironically, they were slightly better than Nigeria. It's interesting um, to watch how the team, and I mean, you know, I, I looked at predictions before the tournament. There was, you know, will we qualify? And we get to the semifinals. I mean, to go from one to the other, will we qualify to the semifinals? I mean, that's a big step. What we also need, though, is a changed team going from here. And I asked the question at the beginning of the program this morning, you know, um, just after six, is this the start of us falling back in love with Bafana. And, and the obvious example is the Springboks at one point weren't doing very well, weren't doing, weren't very popular. Zia Khaleesi became captain. We won a couple of games, beat New Zealand in New Zealand, went to the World Cup five years ago and won. And then things went from there. Now they sort of have an immense brand. Can the same happen with Bafana? Go to AFCON. That's the sort of beginning of the process. Go to the next tournament, qualify for a World Cup soon, things like that. It all works. That's a, that's a good question, Stephen. I think um, so. Part of our, our job is to try and quantify and understand why a team won when they when they won and why the team lost when they lost. Um, it's very difficult to say that this is the turning of the page for Bafana Bafana, given that, for example, if you look at the game against Cape Verde, it was crude pragmatism. The coach just decided that. We are not going to pose much of a danger to Cape Verde. We're going to absorb and absorb and absorb, and we'll take it as far as we could. And I thought that that's not a good indicator of future performances. In football, the team that absorbs a lot of pressure doesn't usually go on to do great things on the international stage. Now, last night's game, if they take that approach of be cautious in moments in a game and be dangerous in moments in a game, then we could rely on the fact that they could then be able to, because the next few matches that they'll play is uh, somewhere in June in the World Cup qualifiers. They play Zimbabwe mm-hmm. and they play in Nigeria to qualify for the 2026 World Cup in North America. Now, in those matches, they do three points. And then, of course, the coach with his ideas of crude mm-hmm. pragmatism of we don't mind if you just go there and absorb. But there's no extra time there and there are no penalties. You still mm. have to find a way to win your three points. The only way that Bafana Bafana are turning a page is if they understand that when they're in the boxing ring with another boxer, they have to punch back and they have to punch. Sometimes yeah. they have to punch first. They have to pose yes. a threat to the other team. It cannot. There's a point mm. where after absorbing so many punches, you're going to mm. get knocked out or you're going to be worn out by sure. those punches. So I, I'm, I'm hopeful that only if they change fundamentally, that that coach in particular, uh, Hugo Bros, if he changes fundamentally his ideas about going into a game, like mm. last night, he posed sure. a threat to Nigeria and go into the game, not, not be reckless um, in attack, but attacking moments, defending moments, because if you do that, then you pose a threat to the other team. If he can change his mindset to that, then Bafana Bafana, they will not be worthy because there's always a team that's better than Bafana Bafana. And that's why they're number 12 in, in, in the world in African rankings. They, they, that means there are 12 other teams or 11 other teams that are better than us. Mm. But at least we could expect them to qualify for major tournaments as long as they pose a danger in football matches like they did last night.
In Kaleko, when Hugo Bruce arrived, I think I was quite cynical and I felt, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out. <laughs> do I owe him an apology this morning? Uh, no, you do not. Well, let me, let me put it this way. I can only base my opinion based on matches. The matches that I've seen him coach, he's been consistently pragmatic and he's been stifling the creative aspect of our game. And that's why, actually, one of your scholars was complaining about persecution. And the explanation there is very simple. When you ask your attackers to defend, by the time that they get into attacking positions, because they do so much defensive work, they are guessed out, and you, you, they lose a percentage of their height. Part of what makes attackers attackers is that when they find themselves in the box, they're, they're very efficient to kick the score. If it's a ball. Now, evidence of when he was there, they were being asked to be additional defenders so that every man is in our half. Some of our 11 players are in our half. By the time we get to we have to we have start opportunity, our players are, are, are stressed out because they have to do two jobs. Nigeria yeah. always had their three front. So, I think the first to that game to, 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 to answer the question of Hugo Bros and should you be ashamed mm. or should you regret your comments, you can only base your opinion based on the matches that are being played. Sure. Um, you know, and if he plays crude, pragmatic football, the result will be that we will always just be congratulating a result, a, a win or a three points, mm. but we will never really respect it because we know that you are pragmatic. You just go out there and settle the creativity of those players. Um, and yeah, that well, was the age. I'm so sorry, The other factor was the age. So by the time he was sorry, I think he's 68, um, and now he's 71. But there's no thing that people have suffered that you're building because that's, that's those are using. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Nicola I'm afraid we're dropping you, we're, we're, we're losing you on the line there, that line dropping on us. I'm sorry. And Kulaleko and Kewu, the founder of Idiski TV. Uh, there's so much still to say, I think, around Bafana, Bafana, but Nkulaleko, I appreciate the, the comments.